Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Hello, everyone. This is Marge Bowen. I'm so happy that you're listening in. And I'm here with Margaret Miller. And we are the Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. So we decided, Margaret and I decided that it would be kind of helpful for you to learn a little bit about us, which helps you have a better perspective of where we're coming from. So last week, uh, Margaret interviewed me and I was able to tell my story and, and offer my perspective on my journey. But today, uh, Margaret is going to be interviewed by me. And so I'm so excited, Margaret, because, you know, as we've mentioned on this broadcast before, we really haven't known each other that long. And so we really haven't worked together a huge amount and have never really shared the depth of our story. So I'm so excited to listen to your journey. And that's really the first question I want to start with is how did you end up on this path? Well, thank you, Marge. And I'm so excited to share. I didn't realize how excited I was to um, be able to share my journey. And, you know, I thinking about how I uh, started on this path, I, I got reminded that, you know, I really believe that um, all of us are have a mystical journey, like that, that this is something that whether we know it or not, that there is a, a mystic in each of us. And, and that, that like Carolyn Mace says uh, in her, in some of her works that, you know, we are being asked to be mystics without monasteries, like living a mystical life and living a, a life that's, that's seeking truth and seeking um, connectedness with source while we're living in the ordinary world. And that, you know, this, that is truly, um, the path that, that I'm on. And, and I, I started outlining what I might, uh, talk today. And it's like this, this really beautiful and flowing story that, that started in my childhood, you know, and, and I, I have little chapters and titles for things, you know, and the first one is plants and birds and rocks and things. <laughs> <laughs> because I, from the time that I was really little, I was uh, very connected with the earth and very connected with the plants and the animals and, and, and the rocks and, and knew that I could communicate with them and that, that they were communicating with me. And, and we had these beautiful relationships. I was really fortunate to have um, uh, cats and dogs, you know, as, as my friends in, in my household. And um, my father was a geologist, so we had these amazing specimens of all different species of rocks <laughs> in my house. And, and so I was 
I was very familiar with the vibrations and frequencies of the rocks and, and several people in my uh, older siblings in my family uh, had um, greenhouses, you know, as businesses. And so I was always working with the, the plants always and, and talking to them and helping them to grow and, and all of those things. So I always had this knowing of that. And then, so that was sort of my, the, the earliest. And, and at, during that time also, they, the, I, I was, um, very, uh, I was subject to nightmares from the time that I was like three years old uh, through like six or seven years old. I would have nightmare, a, a particular nightmare every night. And, and through that process, I um, actually, I, I thought about this last night and I, I actually uh, established a dream time flying school. <laughs> Oh, you accessed your astral body. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was able to, after a little while of, of this, you know, by the time I was like four or going on five years old, I was able to identify when I was going into a nightmare. And when I did that, I, I was then aware that I was dreaming. And then I was aware that because I knew I was dreaming that I could do whatever I wanted and I could change the dream. And at first it was very difficult to, to move myself out of the nightmare and into you know, a different dream. But then I discovered that if I just chose to fly, if I chose to fly, to just jump up in the air and fly, I would totally change the dream. And then it would turn into this magnificent dream of flying. And then I could find when I wanted to, I could find an exit out of sleep. I could find a way to wake myself up. And, and so that was a very powerful thing that, that went on and on. And finally, you know, I was I was practicing different methods of flying where I would, you know, like different methods of takeoff where I'd jump off of, you know, high places and, 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 you know, <clears throat> go soaring through the air, or I would uh, just, you know, take off like Superman from, from the ground, or I would um, just eventually I would start, I would find myself in these buildings or groups of people, like large groups of people where I'd start, like just, I'd just lift off and start swimming through the air and demonstrating for people. Uh, you know, this is how it, look how easy this is, you know, and I just, teaching. Yeah, just <laughs> I just started teaching yeah. uh, flying in, in my dream. And that, that actually, hmm. it, it, it's slowed down over the years, you know, but still to this day, I'll have flying dreams where I am doing a demonst a flying demonstration <laughs> for people. So, so that, that was another area. And then, then my next chapter is I, I decided was lives upon lives because by the time I was um, about eight years old, I, had experiences where with a, uh, the first one was with a, a neighborhood friend where I, we both remembered 
really clearly a past life with each other. And the whole thing was flashing in front of our eyes. And, and um, you know, this just knowing that we had been together before and that we had experienced these incredible things or, or, or even just mundane things uh, with each other. And that has continued on also through my life as well as having, I guess what you call um, prophetic dreams or visions where, where I would, um, you know, like the, the earliest prophetic dream that I had was, I, I think I had talked to you about before was um, I was four years old and I had this dream of um, climbing uh, these stairs inside of this tower. And at each level, I knew I was about to meet my teacher. And when I got to the top level of the tower, uh, I met this woman that was my teacher and she promptly uh, pushed me out the window and I had to fly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, one year later, when my family uh, moved to Ankara, Turkey, uh, my first day there in our, in our apartment building, I'd never lived in an apartment building, I climbed the stairs to the fourth floor where our apartment was. And we, uh, as we were getting going in the, uh, our apartment, the neighbor from across the hall opened the door and there she was. And there this woman was, and she turned out to be my teacher huh. in actual, my actual teacher in my first grade uh, in Ankara, Turkey. And, and so, you know, so I was aware from, a, from very early on that I, that there were messages that were coming in, in all of these various ways, and that I was connected to uh, realms beyond the, the physical, right? Realms beyond. Mm -hmm. um, and, and so that was, you know, those, those things were really um, powerful experiences for me. Then by the time uh, you know, actually somewhere in that, about eight years old, I started getting migraine headaches and I had migraine headaches that were, you know, completely debilitating. I would, uh, you know, I could not take medicine because I couldn't hold it down. I was, you know, it was just, and it, they would last for uh, sometimes two or three days where I had to be, you know, isolated in a, in a completely dark room with no sound and, and those kinds of things are so sensitive to smells and sounds and, and so forth. Mm -hmm. And, and that went on, you know, I would have, that would happen several times in a month and this would go on, this went on for years and years and years mm -hmm. of all throughout my childhood and into my adult life. And, and through that process, I learned, I developed, a, uh, a, a relationship with, um, with pain, with, I, I developed a, a, a way, a manner uh, to um, not, I couldn't, I couldn't get away from it because I couldn't hold it. You know, I couldn't, there weren't any medications that I could take that I could hold down or that I could, that worked. And so I had to find ways to, um, 
to go around it, to be uh, present with it in a different way and, or to leave my body completely. And so, so that then I would have this freight train experience where my whole body would, uh, it would feel like a, a freight train was moving through my body. And, and then I would pop out of my body hmm. and I would astral project. And I didn't know it was called that, of course, at that, right. at that time, but I would astral project and I would, um, oftentimes find myself on the ceiling of my bedroom and then I would float down it, uh, into the um, uh, into the stairwell and and watch from the stairwell whatever my parents were watching on TV <laughs> or, or whatever was going on and and just you know keep myself distracted and or, or you know uh, entertained. Uh, for as long as I could until I had to go back into my body and and be with the pain again. And so so those were these were things that that really um, were, you know, powerful, powerful things that that I I realized, uh, you know, as I was writing, writing some notes about this that I couldn't talk to anybody about. It was like things that I couldn't I couldn't talk to anybody about. And so um, in it, you know, by the time I was about 14, we moved to, for a couple of years to Rangoon, Burma, Myanmar. And, and so that was another, it was, it was another experience of this whole different world, right? This whole different world. And, um, and when we came back from, from there, I got into, I had a lot of really wonderful experiences there, but I got into a lot of trouble there because I was, I was not, you know, I wasn't a, a, a very, I wasn't manageable. <laughs> I wasn't a very manageable teenager. <laughs> and, and so, you know, there was a lot of, of things there. And so by the time I was 17, I, I had some breakthroughs and the first breakthrough was meeting um, a particular person. And I, I, I noticed that we're getting ready to go to break. And I'm wondering that maybe I should um, save that pause story. And, and save that story for when we return. So let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, you're listening to uh, Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen on Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. Hello, everyone. You're joining us um, today. Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller, and I'm Marge, and I'm interviewing Margaret. So we're we're hearing a fascinating story of yours, Margaret. And before we jump back in, I want to just give a shout out to Jackie Brown, who joined us. Jackie, thanks for listening in. Um, before we left on break, I heard this amazing story about what I would call your superpower <laughs> that you began to discover in your, in your younger years of being able to astral project and, you know, leave your body in what sounds like a very beneficial way with all the pain that you experienced with the migraines as you got a little older, uh, maybe 17. I think we were talking about the 17 year old before we left on break. And so uh, you were about to tell us a story about that 17 year old that I'd really like to hear. So do you wanna continue? Sure, thank you. Uh, so when I was 17, I had um, a best friend that we worked together um, up at one of the ski resorts in Utah. And, and one day um, he took me to his house and I met his mom and I, when I met her, I knew it had one of those experiences that I knew I knew her. And um, within a couple of weeks, um, she was uh, teaching me about my astrological chart. Her name's Loretta. And she became uh, my first real mentor in, in the, I didn't know that at the time she would just do my astrological chart and do my, you know, um, every year for years for almost every year of my adult life. Uh, she has done my astrological chart and I've listened to, you know, her explanation of the transits and all of those things. And, but that in the first time when she read my natal chart and, and started teaching me about it, she empowered me. She showed me how all of these things that all of these occurrences in my lives, in my life were my gifts and that, that this was my path and that, that I would have many teachers, but that truly my life and, and my walking through my life was my own guru. That was my guru. That was what I should be following. And, and so for the first time I was able to, I felt seen 
and felt heard and felt understood. Right. It was right. so profound. It was like nothing I have ever experienced. And so that was just this most beautiful thing. And then right at that same age, I, I uh, discovered the Grateful Dead. Okay. And I <laughs> became a deadhead. I found my tribe. And the, <laughs> and the reason that I say that, you know, I mean, you know, a lot of people think, oh my goodness, you know, that, you know, that drugs and this and that. And it's like, no, it, what it was for me was this, this uh, connection with these incredibly open-hearted people that were, that were experiencing the, the high frequency of music and ecstatic dance and, and, and joy. I mean, just so many experiences where, where it was uh, thousands and thousands of people just in this profound state of joy and how beautiful that was and being able to hold that frequency for such long periods of time. So, you know, I can, I count that, you know, as, as a very important part of, of my journey. Uh, then, then the next, you know, I want to, I'm realizing that, that we might not get to any of the other questions if I continue <laughs> on this way, but so, so, so then, you know, I had, uh, later on as, you know, I had to kind of leave that part behind and because I, I, um, I had the wonderful and mystical and magnificent opportunity to, birth my daughter and I had a home birth uh, with a midwife oh, and and it was you know talk about life-changing uh, profound <laughs> magnificent experiences you know that it was the most beautiful thing that I have ever ever experienced and ever will I'm sure you know it's just like so right. beyond beyond it is. and and you know, so that of course came with so many joys and so many challenges. Um, I, I still, you know, got, I, I got myself into a lot of difficult situations and, and, you know, had to, had to get myself out of them <laughs> and move through them, uh, you know, throughout my life. Then, you know, then I told you, I think, um, in a previous, uh, uh, call about our, uh, the tragedy that happened in my family, uh, we lost a young member of our family. And, and during the, the time where we were, um, you know, going through that, I had the experience of, of the river talking to me and telling me I was, I was getting ready to um, defend my master's thesis in physical geography and uh, uh, wetland resources when, when, um, when this tragedy happened and and i was told by the river that if i really wanted to help the planet which is what my you know my heartfelt goal was to do that i should uh focus on the people and that i should share my gifts and heal uh, do healing work and and share my gifts with the people and so very shortly after that uh i I, I, I did finish my master's thesis. I defended my master's thesis. And the day that I started, I, I got a job teaching uh, physical geography and, and um, meteorology at the Sully Community College and uh, started massage school the same day. 
<laughs> so, you didn't so waste I, any time. You just went right onto that path. Yeah, I just <laughs> went right in there. And, awesome. and yeah, it's, it was a beautiful thing. So, so during that same time, I, I was also um, introduced to, uh, you know, the Lakota spir spirituality through various things. And that became a very, very important part of my life. Um, the past, you know, 25 years has been um, walking the red road and following that, that path and, um, you know, participating in the ceremonies and leading those ceremonies and walking, walking in that way. And so with, um, I was going to tell you a whole nother story about meeting my husband and all of this, all of these things that connected, but I think just the general idea that that, that really, you know, that it fits so beautifully, obviously the, the earth-based spirituality fits so beautifully with all of the things and, and the mysticism of, of the shaman and, and so forth and the shamanism um, and ceremony, not just shamanism, but, 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 connectedness with the the earth and the recognition of all of our relatives and so forth was just so perfect such a perfect fit for me and during that time I began to have these awarenesses and 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 dreams and visions of doing medicine wheel ceremonies and other kinds of healing work with horses I'd never been able to have a horse or be around one. You know, I was told from early on, I was a horse crazy from the time I was little, but, but wasn't, you know, it wasn't practical. It wasn't uh, a possibility. Right. And so um, I started calling it in and my sweet husband, Doug would stop no matter where we were going, you know, going to and from ceremony or whatever we were doing uh, he would, stop and allow me to commune with whatever horse was, you know, at the fence at the side of the road. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that went on for about four years, literally, I mean, just all the time. And, and then I was just miraculously gifted a horse by a, a new client who didn't know anything about all of that, uh, that, that came about. And I, I suddenly had a horse and and now um, the horses are my greatest teachers. The horses are my spiritual path, as well as, you know, they're part of that red road. And they're teaching me so much about, um, about uh, our collective consciousness and raising that consciousness, because they are these beings of incredible consciousness. Uh, I have, uh, um, yeah. Anyway, I have thousands of stories about that. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let me, just, let me just ask you another question because, you, you know, you did such a great job telling us, you know, giving us some insight as to, you know, your ability to tune in in maybe ways that a lot of us didn't when we were younger and how that helped to shape you along with your mentors and, and things like that. Really listening, you know, to some of these these currents, these frequencies that a lot of people can't hear. So um, when we come back, we're, we're getting ready to go on another break. But when we come back from break, maybe you can give us an idea about what, what philosophies all of this, these experiences have really 
have really shaped for you, what you found important to live by based on all of your experiences. Okay. That, yeah, that I would be happy to do that. And so um, let's see, I guess we'll go on to break now then. Uh, this is Margaret Miller with Marge Bowen on Inspired Choices Network. And we will be right back. Yes, we will. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. This is Marge, and we I'm interviewing Margaret today, and, and we've learned so much about her interesting um, childhood. And before we went on break, Margaret, I asked you to share what philosophies that you found important to live by. So I'd love it if you'd share that with us. Sure. Thanks, Marge. So I guess the, the most basic one is mitaku yasin, mitaku ye o yasin, which means all of my relations or we are all related. And so in that philosophy, we are all part of the living earth as physical beings on this planet. And, and we're all connected to each other. And, and that means all of our relations, the plants, the animals, right? That everything that, that is, is alive on this earth is our relative. And that we are, that that connection is not just a philosophical connection, that we are actually a living part of a, 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 a being that is this earth, that, that, that we are not separate from that in any way. And that, that this is important for us to remember and to, um, to really strive to make that connection um, visceral in our lives and visible and, and real in our lives because uh, life depends on it. <laughs> like we, you know, our living and our life depends on that connectedness to earth. We are dependent on that and we are dependent on each other and we're, when, and we're not separate from each other and that there is this collected collective consciousness and along with dependent on us, right? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And and that 
that there, it's that this is a relationship and this is a a part of a living ecosystem and so we have to get move from uh and this is somebody else's this is uh from um uh the theory you uh work be, moving beyond ego systems to ecosystems right that's that's I from um, from that work. And so, but also that we are also infinite beings. Like we, we are these physical beings here on this planet, but we're also infinite beings that we're, that, that, you know, that exist beyond this lifetime, beyond space and time, uh, the, you know, and that we're connected in, in even a larger way to the universe and, and multiverses. And that the, that the truth of all of that, the truth underneath all of that is love. And that when we tap into our higher self or that, that larger awareness that we are these infinite beings and, and live from that place, we are, uh, we, we're immersed in that truth and we become the co-creators of, of our reality and, and hopefully, you know, <laughs> begin to um, live in a better way. Uh, when yes. with that recognition, then the, the next part of that would be that every moment of moment of our life is sacred, that 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 it's worth being present for and it's worth being grateful for. Every moment of our life is worth being present for and it's worth being grateful for because this is the sacred um, unfolding of creator. That's how I would say that, that, that our life and every interaction that we have in it is, is sacred. And it doesn't matter if you're doing the dishes or whatever. It, if you're present with that, you're doing something that is valuable and you're doing something that is, um, can, you know, can add to your life and the lives of those around you. And so that's, that was the other thing. And the, and the, the one that I always, you know, say is know thyself. Okay. This is, that's a really important philosophy that I um, believe in. So, so the other, the, that reminds me that um, today uh, Jupiter is conjunct Mercury at five and six degrees or, you know, about six degrees of Aquarius. And the Sabian symbol for that <laughs> is actors in a play. Our roles as agencies of higher forces, not only do we live out our life, our human lives in simple workaday ways, but we also serve the function of bringing higher mysteries to earth. That's the Sabian symbol for today. <laughs> and I thought, oh, what a beautiful one to, you know, because it's, it's saying that, you know, we, we, it's important for us to remember that we are, that we're, that our roles here are important, yes, but they are changing and that we can be flexible in those. So that beautiful, was... beautiful. Thanks for sharing that too. And so what does a session or a class look like with you look like? Okay, so <laughs> Yeah, so this this comes. Uh, I have many modalities, <laughs> and and you know I was told a long time ago that I have uh, 
that I have a, a, a gift with that. I have um, an ability to pick up lots of different tools and lots of different spiritual tools, lots of different healing tools and to work with them and to know, know how to use them. And so I have uh, several things that I'm doing, you know, presently, uh, energy work. So an energy work session with me, you might come for uh, to, to receive uh, Reiki and, or energy work, other kinds of energy work, um, access bars sessions, uh, or you might come to learn how to um, practice Reiki, uh, which I teach as a, as in a sort of a different way than a lot of people do um, more, you know, I teach it at, you know, yes, you can use it as a modality, but more of a, a pathway for you to be able to become the steward of your own energy. That's something that's really important to me. Um, I, I do in a shamanic empowerment coaching where I, I work with a person over a period of, of, weeks or months or sometimes even years, um, helping them to, to really come into a, a knowing of themselves and to help them to learn how to do, make the transitions that they need to make in their lives in, a, in an easeful way and in a, you know, in a way that, that works for them and that's joyful for them uh, and to help them to know themselves. You know, so I, I, I actually, um, with that work, I, I put all of my tools in, in that basket, you know, throughout, th over a longer period of time, we look at their astrological chart. We look at the, with their Sabian symbols. We look at, um, you know, all of these, all of the gifts and, and resources that are, are available from within themselves. Right. And that's so, and I do that with uh, the horsepower coaching as well, where I, I, where the horses are actually more of the facilitators than I am. And, and they have these magnificent um, realizations and experiences through interacting uh, with my horses and with the, and with nature. And so th those kinds of things are, uh, oh, of course, astrology and symbology reading. So, so these are all things that I do, and the and the goal for all of that, it's all, you know, it's all the same goal. It's help to help people to know themselves, um, to begin or continue their uh, communication and communion with higher self, and to to become cognizant of their own magnificence, right? And their own potential as these infinite beings here on this planet, you know? And I, I really know this about everybody that I've ever worked with. You know, this is, it's a conversation between higher selves. And, and so how can you help but see how amazing and incredible each of these people are? And they don't necessarily know that. Yeah. <laughs> and and you, you light up when you talk about that. So you may have already answered the next question, but I'm certainly going to give you an opportunity to answer it. <laughs> I won't move into assumption, but the next question is, what do you love most about what you do? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. <laughs> and yes, 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 that's the answer. <laughs> yeah, because, yes. because, you know, this is, and, and I, I, love, I love seeing other people light up and recognize 
that they are these magnificent beings and that they do have these incredible gifts and talents and resources. You know, there's, this is, this is something that I, I, I thought to myself a long time ago when I actually first started doing this work, I, I thought about, um, you know, what is my mission statement and what do I want to do? And it's like, I want to um, empower and, and help and teach and, and show how to heal, you know, people to heal. I want to work with the healers and the teachers. I want to work with the healers and the teachers and empower them right? Because that, then my ripple goes out in a way that is much more profound, mm-hmm. you know, in a bigger way. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm excited about. Well, so, well, I'm, I almost moved to the last question, but w- w- I'll set that aside. Um, if you weren't doing this work, do you have any <laughs> idea what kind of work you'd be doing? I, the, the, yeah, uh, I'd be doing the same thing in some other, uh, in form. some other way, <laughs> right? You know, I mean, you know, just just um, insert me into a different life. I, I, you know, I feel I've been doing this work for a long time, and I, I feel like you know, it would when I'm not doing this work, it'll be because I'm not in this body, <laughs> and and that I will, you know. So I so I, I'll take that as I'll, I'll go with that. Like, what am I going to do when I'm I'm ninety? And and you know, then, then I'll probably um, maybe hopefully still be able to do lodges and, and do an EP ceremony and things like that. But uh, I don't think that I'd be doing much differently. I think there's a lot of things that I still have yet to do in this life. And so maybe some of those things. Um, it's wonderful to love what you do so passionately, isn't it? It's such a gift. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and I know I, I keep, you know, I keep considering at my age retirement. And then I'm like, no, no, <laughs> people, people need some support. People need help. And I love what I do, you know, so it's a true gift, isn't it? Yes, it is. So what is your main message to the world right now? Hmm. Oh, I think, you know what? I know that main message is going to be filled with all kinds of wisdom and wonderful thoughts. So we're getting ready to go on our last break. So maybe we should hold off on that uh, before we do, but we've got a few minutes. So let me just um, interject here. Uh, you You talked about this being connected to everyone and you know, noticing the moment and there's something in every moment, that's actually the, the mystical realm, right? And I just have to say that after, you know, getting in, an, in a car accident where someone ran a red light yesterday, it's just so amazing. It was such a shock, but it's so amazing what, what I observed in that small amount of time and, um, and how many people have stepped up to offer encouragement and healing and all of that. And so it's a really powerful thing. And it reminded me how we are all connected, that even if you don't talk to people for years, they're out there and they step in when they need to, you know, it's just, it's a wonderful thing. Um, so are you, why don't we go ahead and go on break, Margaret? Okay. So I'll take us out then. Uh, this is, you're listening to Margaret Miller and Marge Bowen 
on Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas. I'm Marge Bowen, and I'm interviewing Margaret Miller. And Margaret, it's just been so wonderful to hear your journey and your philosophies and, you know, hearing the love and passion that you have for what you do. And it's just who you are, right? And so... I know that with that love and passion comes a real, um, I would say, a real philosophy, I guess, philosophies that you live by that really form a message that you have for people in the world. And so I'd be interested in hearing what, your, what you think your main message is to the world right now. Mm-hmm. So... I, I think I talked about that a little bit in the, you know, in the philosophies and, and, and so it really is, it is know thyself, you know, because if, when we know ourselves, when we know about ourselves, when we know ourselves in this, this physical form, you know, what, what our, um, you know, what our tendencies are, what our preferences are, what our personality is, what our, you know, what our stopping points are, you know, how we, how we um, sabotage ourselves and, you know, all, all of those things. If we know those things, we can work with that. And, and, and that, that we are, you know, in that we're able to move forward. We're able to, that we're all here evolving and that really uh, you know, it's, it's so valuable to know yourself and to turn inward and to make a commitment to be the higher self. Right. And I, I was just popped in to my head that I, the, um, something that Neil Donald Walsh said in one of his, um, conversations with God's book a long time ago. Uh, he, he said, um, you know, m- making the commitment to be the highest version of the highest, uh, the highest version of the highest vision that you hold of yourself, right? And that, that if we're doing that, then we can't go wrong. Then everything that happens in our lives is a part of that journey. And, and then we can look at things as, as a, you know, as a, 
as helpful lessons or, or unfoldings on our journey. And it doesn't have to be, you know, even our tragedies don't have to be that they can be this beautiful gift and that, 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 it, that they are that, that they are that in our lives. And that, that we have the, the, we have the ability to choose roles in our lives that resonate really clearly or the most clearly with that higher version of self with that higher self you know don't that that would be my messages or, or my you know my uh advice to people would be that you know choose roles to play in your life and and recognize that they're roles that it isn't the essence of you but they're roles but choose the ones that resonate the most with you and that make you feel passionate and that that make you feel incredible amounts of joy and then in that you know that you're a magnificent and valuable being that you're magnificent and that you're valuable just by the virtue of being right that that's and uh <laughs> go ahead well it's beautiful no it's beautiful and, and you know i always think of I always think again of the, the frequency of emotion and that we know for a fact, because it's been measured by instrumentation, that free, the highest frequencies are love, gratitude, and joy. And so, you know, if you think about your, if we think about ourselves as being energy and we're always vibrating to different frequencies, we want to bring in, just as, just as you're saying, we want to step in and create as much of the gratitude, joy, and love that we can, uh, yes. because that's going to serve our body, our mind. It's just going to serve our whole being. Our, it bleeds out into the relationships and what we create in our lives. And it's just a, definitely a, a magical way of seeing the world and seeing yeah, ourselves. And, yeah. yeah. And so that was the next thing that I was going to say is that we, uh, you know, that my message would also be to find and hold uh, the highest frequencies that you can in any moment uh, for yourself, you know, the frequencies of joy, the frequency of love, the frequency of appreciation, find it in your own being and hold it and hold it for yourself, for your own life, for your own body, for your own well-being. but, and know that by doing that, you're doing that for all of humanity. And that, and that, you know, that this is, this is really the truth of uh, a beautiful life is, and, you know, for, if we were going to look at an overall purpose for anyone's life, it would be to live that joyful, grateful, uh, appreciative, loving life. You know, that's, that's the ultimate goal <laughs> that, and that's connected with source. And it's true wellness, isn't it? it yeah, absolutely. Wellness. I mean, how can you, you, know, you can see it. You said you could see me lighting up. It's like every, everybody lights up when they, that's when they right. find that within themselves, everybody that's, that's, we're beings of light. <laughs> that's right. And so paying attention to the feelings and being able to recognize when I feel all lit up what that feels like and pay attention to what it is in our lives day to day that supports that feeling is very powerful information. Yes, 
Very powerful <laughs> information to live by. Well, Margaret, wow, what a great, what an incredible journey. And um, thank you for sharing that with us. Do you have anything, anything you'd like to share in, in closing for our show today? Well, I think I, I think that, you know, I gave those messages and just, you know, to that, I guess the last thing I'll say is that levity is the opposite of gravity. <laughs> And so lighten up, you know, like, <laughs> you know, we, we don't, even as serious and, and, and as things are, right, or seem to be, there is a lightness that we can tap into. And if we, if and when we do, we uplift humanity, we lift, uplift all of us. So let's, you know, let's uh, lighten up. <laughs> It's so true. One, you know, one of my favorite things is to laugh, right? So when I'm with people, you know, you and I, part of the reason we did this is to have fun, right? And it is fun for us. And so when I'm around people and I'm laughing all the time, man, my energy is so up. It's just a joyous way to live life. Humor is an important thing, isn't it? Yes, so it I is. agree with you. Lighten up. <laughs> I love um, that. So, so I also wanted to uh, say that I, I think that next week, our show, uh, we're talking about, now I can't find where I wrote it down. Um, help me think, out here, Marge. I think we're talking about tools, aren't we? Ooh, tools, frequency oh, tool, tools. Frequency, frequency tools. tools. Yeah. yeah. Great. We love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll get to... Um, go farther into how we go about uh, doing things like manufacturing joy molecules. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that conversation because, you know, we can, we can do so much for ourselves and you and I are both about empowering, helping people, helping empower people to do this for themselves, not just to do it for them, but to do that for themselves. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk a lot about that. That'll be a fun conversation next week. Yeah, I think so. And, and I, you know, I, I guess I also, since we have a, a couple more minutes, I'd like to just encourage people to um, really look at their lives and look at, look at where you have come from as a mythic journey, as a mystical journey, and to look at where you are now and to be in awe of how far you've come and to be in appreciation for, you know, the magnificence that is you. Oh, thank you, Margaret. What a great way to end the show. What a great advice. Thank you. You're so welcome. Thanks for being here and being with us today. Yeah, it was been so great. much fun. It was <laughs> fun. Thank you for sharing everything you had. And thanks everybody for listening. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you'll hop on next week and join us. Yay! <laughs>Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.